Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Lows to Highs. I'm so excited for this episode. As you could tell by the title, your girl is publishing her first ever poetry book. And the more I say it out loud, the more crazy it sounds, but it, but I will never get over saying it out loud. Um, and I wanted to devote a whole episode about it because the entire experience of getting to this point is truly a testament of things happen as they should and when something is meant for you it will happen effortlessly and easily and just trusting in yourself as well and and so the purpose of this episode isn't to like be overconfident and rave about how I'm doing this whole new thing it's more so to show you guys that if you have a dream and if you believe in yourself and you feel like you're confused and don't know where things are headed and you feel lost in your career path or in your passion project my goal for this episode is to prove to you that when you trust in yourself and your ability and your talents and your creativity then things will happen and your dreams will come true and i also wanted to devote a whole episode to this because This has been a really long time coming and I want to describe the entire path and all of the steps that I have taken in the past 10 years, 10 years to get to this point. So I want to tell like the whole story and um, it's a really beautiful story and now I look back on my past life and when I was younger and I just feel this like overwhelming amount of pride and and happiness and joy and every other positive emotion you could think of. So that's the purpose of me recording this. Um, But I will first start off by saying I am so blessed and grateful to be where I am today and to just have this community of ECNU and you, whoever you are listening, whether I know you or not personally, I'm able to do what I love because of all of the support and encouragement that I've received over the past three years. And when I first started ECANU, I never thought I would be where I am today. Um, And I just feel really, really lucky to be in the position that I'm in and to have a community that resonates with my work, that believes in my work, and also has just supported me in so many beautiful ways. So I just want to start off by saying, like, I'm just... I have this overwhelming amount of gratitude and and bliss that I can't even describe. And as a writer, that's like the worst thing ever is when you can't describe what you're feeling. Um, but nevertheless, it feels magnetic and it feels just really, really warm and incredible. So I just wanted to say that. Okay, so getting into the fact that I'm publishing my first book, like what? <laughs> so I want to go back to the beginning. Um, I don't know if I've ever actually talked about like how I got into writing, but I'm going to go back to the start. So ever since I was a young girl, I always was a creative soul. Like 
I tried sports, I did different activities and hobbies, but the one thing that always would stick and the thing that I loved the most when I was a child was just creating things. Like the the most like visceral memory I have of being a little girl is just me laying down on my carpet in my room on my belly with my legs like in an X, if you know what I mean. And me just like drawing and painting and doodling and writing, like just being a really creative person. And so I always knew as a young, at a young age, like there was something more out there for me aside from just working or going to school. Like I always felt like I had so much within me that just needed to be bursted out. And I didn't realize what that talent was, honestly, up until recently. But when I was 16 years old, I was in high school. I was a sophomore. And for some reason, when I was in high school, I was like one of those... Like, I had a really great high school experience. I had a lot of friends. I had a great social life. Like, I was a happy girl. But I was also in that Tumblr era of, like, feeling your emotions and, like, kind of being emo and whatever. And for some reason, I was going through, like, quote, heartbreak. Like, it wasn't even heartbreak. But just, you know, like, liking a boy and this and that. And, like, feeling confused of what I want to do with my life and where I want to be and what college I want to go to and all those different things that come up when you're in your high school years. And one day, I don't even know what started it, but I just opened my notes app on my phone and I started to write poetry. And it was on February 2nd, 2013, where I wrote my first poem. And it was purely for myself like I I didn't do it for any real reason I just wanted to understand my emotions better and understand my feelings and kind of articulate what I'm experiencing so that I could step beyond it and then the next thing I know then the following day I'm back on that note and I'm writing more poems and two days later February 4th 2013 I wrote a bucket list on my tumblr page And a lot of the things were about traveling or like some pretentious shit, like buying my first Chanel bag and owning a (laughs) G-Wagon, like things like that. But one of the things that I wrote was to have my poems published, which in retrospect is really crazy because at the time I probably wrote like four poems, but I guess I was enjoying it so much that I eventually wanted other people to read it and to resonate with it. And since then... Every day I would write a poem, but I never shared it with anyone. It was kind of like my journal where I would articulate whatever I was feeling and get them on paper and I would reread them periodically and be like, oh wow, like I remember when I went through that and I can't believe I wrote that and whatever. And over the years, I just fell in love with this idea of writing and being artistic in a really eloquent and and beautiful way. And, you know, fast forward a few years, I always had this creative entrepreneurial itch and writing was always my private hobby and creative outlet. Like I never shared it with anyone else. But when I was in high school, I felt like I needed something outside of school to just get me going and just like get me excited about life. And so at the time, my best friend and I, we created a fashion blog and this is when fashion blogging was booming and I was always really passionate about fashion. I thought I would be a designer one day. And we created this fashion blog and my favorite part about the fashion blog was the writing part. And I loved writing and not that any of the writing I wrote on the blog was any good, but like I just love the process of articulating and thinking through ideas and putting them out onto paper. 
or onto a blog digitally. Um, but I love the writing aspect. And I loved having this thing that was outside of me, outside of school, outside of my social life that just allowed me to be really creative. And then fast forward, I'm now in college, I'm living in New York, and I realized, okay, I love having this side hustle, but I don't want to be a fashion blogger at all. Like, I have no interest in this industry, like, I don't want to work in fashion anymore. I had interned a few places at the time, and I kind of grew out of that phase. So my best friend and I, we decided, let's just, like, stop it. Like, it's not monetizing, we're not, our hearts aren't in it, so let's stop it. But I loved writing, and I still was writing poetry on my notes app on my phone, and it was something that I really enjoyed doing, and I would, you know, anytime I would experience something in life, or I would be walking down the street in New York, or I would be in a cab going home and feeling, like, lonely, like, I would pull out my notes app and write about it, and try to understand like what stemmed this feeling and what's the lesson in this feeling and I just always would use writing as a tool to better understand myself and connect with myself um, and I never shared it with anyone then one day 2018 I was hanging out with my roommate Caroline one of my really great beautiful friends and her and I were both like just in a depressive episode we were both going through the motions really unhappy with college life and boys and this and that and i for the first time i was like you know what i have a poem that i think will really help caroline and myself so let me read it to her and so i read her a poem and she started tearing up and she was like oh my god like you need to share this with people that just made me feel so seen. Like that was so beautiful. I needed to hear that. You need to share this with people. Like you have no idea how many people you could help. And that was the first time that I even thought I would ever share my work. Like she kind of allowed me, she opened the door for me to believe in myself and my work in a way that no one, that I never was able to do for myself. And I took that moment and I still cherish it to this day because it, it really brought me to where I am right now. Um, but after that, I thought to myself, oh yeah, like maybe I will share with people and this and that, but I never did because it was very vulnerable of me to do that. Like all of the poems that I wrote and write on my Instagram account are, they stem from really, really deep and personal experiences. And it is scary to be vulnerable. It is scary to show all of the layers of yourself. And in my book, I, I really talk about this idea of, loneliness and not feeling seen and building these walls between you and the world but when we break those walls down and we do become vulnerable that's when the most beautiful connections arise um which i'm so excited for people like you to read this um but so so that was in 2018 and so caroline kind of instilled this new thought in my mind of like do i share this with people but then i never did <laughs> fast forward to like end of college I was having a conversation with my friends and this was during finals. I think this was like our senior year. And I was having a conversation with my friends and I asked everyone like, would you guys rather write a paper or would you rather just take an exam? Every single one of my friends, maybe like 10 of them were like, I would much rather take an exam. Are you kidding me? Like writing a paper is so daunting and it takes forever and this and that. And I was like, wait, really? Like, 
If I have a 20 page paper due tomorrow, I will start it at seven o'clock the night before and I will bang it out in like four hours and submit it and it'll be great and it's the best because with an exam, it's the answers are black or white, like it's either right or wrong. Whereas with a paper, you could explain your thoughts and give a new perspective and give dimension and depth to an answer. Whereas with an exam, it's either a choice A, B, C, or, or D. Like you can't really explain yourself and you can't really give your own flair to it. And all my friends were like, yeah, no, like much rather take an exam, you study and you're done with it and that's it. And they were saying how it takes them like weeks to write a paper. And I just couldn't fathom that. Like I, for me, writing just always came really easily. So that was a sign to me, like this is something that I'm really good at naturally and I should create more space for it. But then I didn't. Um, I graduated, I was working, you know, like stressed with life and this and that, but I always was writing poems like about whatever I was going through at the time. Fast forward to COVID, right when COVID hit, I felt really stuck in my job. I didn't feel creative. And that's when ECNU was birthed. Um, and that was the first time that I actually shared my work with people. And it was honestly scary at first because a lot of my friends and family were following me. And like in the beginning, it was mostly my friends and family. So part of me was like, oh my God, is this weird if they like read stuff about my healing or like my heartbreak and loneliness and this and that and then I realized that when I shared my work other people random people that I didn't even know were engaging with it and sharing it and dming me about it and reposting it and that's when I realized wait a minute there's such a power when you share your inner world with other people because it allows it allows you to be vulnerable, but then it also opens the door for other people to also be vulnerable. And when that happens, that's when connections arise. That's when we get closer with one another. That's when we see ourselves in other people. That's when we feel less alone. And I think there's so much beauty in that. And so for, for I've had ECNU for almost three years now. And the thing that I realized really quickly was, you know, I I wanted a physical extension of my brand. You know, I love Instagram. Obviously, we all do. And I wouldn't be where I am today without social media. Absolutely not. But one thing that I felt was like, and this is me taking myself out of a creator lens and just thinking of myself as more of an engager and consumer of media is when I scroll on Instagram or on TikTok or Tumblr, Twitter, whatever, I'll see a quote or I'll see an image or I'll see an idea and I'll read it and I'll be like, oh my God, this is profound. And then I'll scroll scroll right past and I'll see something else and I'll forget about what I just read. And, you know, obviously Instagram has and TikTok and all these different platforms have made it a little bit easier for us with the save feature or the like feature. So you kind of build your collection outside of your feed so that you can revisit things. But I hated how my work only existed in the digital realm. And I really just wanted a physical extension of the brand that I was building that was rooted in being present and becoming a better version of yourself. So my first thought was like, okay, well, let me create some merch, you know, like, I want my message of being present to to live on a physical piece of clothing so that when people wear my sweatshirt or my sweatpants, they're reminded to be present. And I I made these sweats and I 
honestly, I fucking love them. Like I live in them. They're super comfortable. When I see people wearing it, it brings me nothing but joy. But what I realized really quickly on was I hated the process of like merch. And what I mean by that is I don't really enjoy packaging the garments. I don't enjoy going to UPS and shipping them out. I don't enjoy like printing the orders and this and that. I didn't really enjoy step A to step Z. Um, but I kind of pushed myself through it because I, I didn't want to fail, to be honest. It was an ego thing. I didn't want to see myself fail in that way. And I'm someone where when I start something, I need to finish it. That's just how I've always been. Maybe it's a perfectionist in me coming out and maybe that's something I need to work on. I don't know. But I think it's just more so my dedication to completing things has always been part of me. So that was the merch. And then, you know, you guys know I, I have digital products. I have affirmation phone backgrounds. And last fall, I created a digital journal. And when I created the journal, it was the first time I was writing in long form consecutively and like writing a lot. So when I write on Instagram, I create like a paragraph or a poem and it's very short and concise. Whereas my digital journal was really in depth and I put a lot of intention and thought into how everything fits together. And I think it's like a hundred pages. So just think about the length and how much more energy and effort go into it. And I loved creating this journal. I loved writing in long form and I loved articulating my thoughts on a deeper level. level. But I still felt like there was something more that I wanted to do because with a digital journal, it's still digital, it's not physical. And I wanted, basically what I wanted was like someone to hold my brand and carry it with them forever. And I wanted something to live beyond me, physically beyond me. And then also when I'm 80 years old or 100 years old and I'm no longer here, I still want a part of my soul and my creativity and my ideas to exist when I'm no longer here. And maybe that's a bit morbid, but that's how I think. So <laughs> that's where my mind was at. So fast forward to January. And, and let me just say, throughout all of this, a book was always in the back of my mind. And I love to read nothing. Like there are days where I will read two books at a time and I love every moment of it. There, Then there are days where I don't read for like months. But when you are invested in a book and you're holding it, it's just you and the novel. And I have always been really passionate about writing and screenwriting and books and quotes. Like ever since I was 16 years old and now in retrospect, it's all coming together now that I'm like speaking about it. But when I was 16 years old, I would, that was when I started watching a lot of TV and film. Like every night before bed, I would watch a movie. And I would always have the subtitles on before subtitles were a thing. Let me just say, like this was like 10 years ago before they were like everyone watched everything with subtitles. But back in the day, I loved watching film and TV with subtitles because it allowed me to appreciate screenwriters and the words more. It's different when you hear something and it's different when you hear something and read it at the same time. Like same thing with song lyrics. Like right now I'm obsessed with Taylor Swift and lately I've just been like listening to her music and just I have the lyrics open and I like sing along during it and it makes me appreciate her work so much more. So that was always how I thought and how I engaged with creativity at the time. I always like highlight shit or take notes whenever I'm reading a book. I on Tumblr, like, oh my God, if I share my Tumblr, it's like all quotes 
obviously my Instagram is like all quotes and words. So that that's kind of how my mind has been thinking for a very long time, right? So I always knew writing was my gateway of like finding my purpose in this world. And I always had this itch to publish a book, but I never felt qualified to do that. Like publishing a book and being an author at the time in my mind felt like the most intense thing ever. And you had to be like, you had to have like a literary background and an English background and have all these credentials. Like it just felt like a world that I did not belong in. And that's self-doubt right there, right? Imposter syndrome, self-doubt. And this is like last winter when I really started to think about this. Um, And this is when my Instagram page kind of started to get a lot more traction and more pulse, I would say. So fast forward to January, I'm on the phone with a spiritual coach. And this is the first time I'm speaking to this woman. And she knows nothing about me. She has no idea who I am, no idea where I live, no idea what I do. The first three minutes, she just describes me as a person. She describes what I do. She describes my creativity and she goes, and like I get chills when I think about it, but she goes, so you're you're a really intellectual, old soul type of person. You're very creative. You think very deeply. Your highs are high, your lows are low. You, I've seen you writing a lot. Like, do you share, and you're very vulnerable when you write. Like, do you share your work with people? Do you, do you post things on a blog? Like this and that. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. Like I have an Instagram page. I write poetry and this and that. She's like, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing you just like in your room with your laptop or like with your journal. You're writing a lot and it makes you feel really passionate and you love doing it, but you're feeling really stuck right now. And I go, yeah, I am. And she's like, there is something more out there for you and you know exactly what it is, but your ego and your fear is getting in the way. And I go, yeah, I've been feeling that. And she's like, you need to use your creativity more and you need to use your voice more. I'm like, okay, my voice. She's like, I see you publishing a book in the near future. And then she goes, actually, no, wait. I see you publishing a lot of books in the near future. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, wait, fuck, really? Like, wait, really? Like, don't hype me up. Like, I was in it, you know? And she goes, oh my God, yeah. But you're not ready to do it yet. You're not there yet. Like, emotionally, you're not there yet. You know you want it. And she's like, when, and she basically was like, when I said book, your eyes lit up because you knew intuitively that's what you were destined to be here and do on your time on earth. And I go, yes, like I've been thinking about this for quite some time. Like I just, it's crazy that you're saying this now because you kind of just validated my intuition. And it's crazy that someone who doesn't know me is validating what I'm feeling internally that I've never shared with literally anyone in my life. Um, Bizarre, universe and its power, right? But she goes, you know, you need to use your voice more. And she's like, I think what you, like I'm seeing you starting a podcast really soon. And I go, you know, I've actually been thinking about that as well, but I haven't pulled trig. And she's like, well, let this be a sign for you to pull trig. Fast forward a month later, I start the podcast and here we are, right? But basically, the beauty in that talk with that spiritual coach wasn't that she predicted my future. It's not, it wasn't anything like that. She was a spiritual coach who basically uses like your spirit guides and the angels around you to give you messages that are intuitive or are coming from the angels above you and if you don't believe in that that's fine it works for me i believe in it and it's so 
fucking real for my life, at least. So I left that session feeling very empowered and really like wanting to trust my intuition more. And so I started the podcast, right? And the book was always in the back of my mind. And about three months into the podcast, I was like, okay, I love it. It, it brings me nothing but joy and I love speaking and I, it's helping me become a better speaker and talk more in depth about topics that I write about. But I still want the book. I still want to write a book. Um, and the, now it's spring and I this time I was moving into my new apartment. So like writing a book just like wasn't on the top of my priority list. Then one day in June, I'm meditating and I was doing, I think it was a Joe Dispenza meditation. And one of the prompts he asked, I'm going to butcher the, the verbiage, but he basically was like, like envision your higher self and like, what would you be doing? Where would you be going kind of vibe? And for some reason in the meditation, I just pictured myself like in a cabin writing a lot. And then I pictured myself at a book signing, giving a talk with my book on the shelf. I pictured like walking into a bookstore and seeing my book on a shelf. Like I just visualized what it would be like to be an author and what it would feel like to have my work out there and people connecting with it and just helping people in a way that is so much more intimate than social media. So I got up from that meditation and I was like, holy shit, like I need to pull trig. Like now, now is it like now I feel ready. So me being me, (laughs) I knew that if I ever published a book, it would either be self-published or I would go through Thought Catalog. And if you're not familiar with Thought Catalog, they are an independent small boutique publishing company and also like a digital agency. They've published a lot of beautiful books that if you're in this mindfulness, self-love, self-help space, you might know some of them. So Brianna Weiss, she's an author under them. She's written 101 essays to change the way you think. Um, The Mountain is You. Bianca Sparancino, she wrote A Gentle Reminder. Kelly Peacock, Somewhere in Between. All of these really, really beautiful, eloquently written books that change your perspective and, and allow you to love yourself more and heal and grow and evolve and all the different things that I write about on my page. So I knew that if I ever wrote published one, it would either be independently or through them. And also the one thing I will say with the publishing industry is that it is very outdated in the sense where when you get a book published by like Penguin or Simon and Schuster, first of all, it takes years to publish a book, rounds and rounds and rounds of editing, very little creative freedom, and they don't really set you up for success in the sense where they don't really help you market your book. Like they'll sign you up for two book signings and that's it and the rest is up to you to to market it, which is obviously as an author, you're gonna market your own book, but you also need that level of support um, to make it as successful as it could be. So Thought Catalog, they have a huge platform. They have millions and millions of, of followers and subscribers and this and that. And they are basically an advertising agency alongside being a publisher. So they really help their authors promote their books. So I knew that was my dream. So me being me, um, I emailed Thought Catalog and I was like, and to their manuscript email, and I was like, I have been thinking of publishing a book, um, and I feel like you guys and my work 
are in such deep resonance. You got your vision aligns, your work aligns. I love all of the authors that you guys have published. I'm in the midst of writing a manuscript. Here's my Instagram page to get a feel for what you could expect in the manuscript. But before I submit it, I just want to kind of set myself up for success. And by the way, I'm saying all of this in such detail because I want you guys to really understand that if you want something, it will not just come to you. Like you need to put in the work, but I'm giving you guys tips, whether you want to publish a book or you want to do anything is like be strategic and put yourself out there and and really trust in yourself at the same time. So I'm giving you my tips so that you could walk away from this and email whoever you need to email or do whatever you need to do to go after your own dream because I want that for you. Like I want you guys, the one thing I want you to take away from this entire episode is that your dreams can come true. So just keep pushing for it. So I emailed them and within literally two days, they responded back being like, we love your work. We've seen it. We would, we're so excited to see your manuscript. So the fact that it took two days for them to respond with that beautiful of a letter or email, I just took it from a sign as a sign from God, from universe being like, yep, this is your destiny. Get working, sis. So then I had the green light essentially. So from June up until Labor Day, so September, all I did was write. I wrote so much every single day, before work, on the way to work, after work, 2 a.m. One day there was a Saturday that I wasn't really feeling good and I just stayed at home all day. It was beautiful out and I just was on my couch from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. writing, writing, writing. And I loved every second of it. I loved the process. I loved writing and like, I I also noticed myself looking at the world differently because I just wanted to absorb everything that I was experiencing and it really forced me to be present in all of the moments that I was experiencing so that like eventually I could write about it because it was so beautiful. Um, And I went through a lot of different emotions throughout the summer. Like there was so many highs and so many lows, but they all allow me to have these new experiences to write about and the beauty in this entire process was that not once and i could confidently say this not once did i have any ounce of self-doubt or any ounce of imposter syndrome there was literally no thought of oh this is not going to work out or they're not going to like the book they're not going to want to publish it they're not going to you know it's not going to be successful this is going to die i'm going to have to publish it on amazon like none of that it was like I genuinely believed in my work. I loved my work. I loved what I was writing. And I just knew intuitively that they were going to love it and that they were going to want to publish it. I'm sorry if you're hearing like noises. Someone is banging on a door outside of my apartment. So that's really fun. Um, Hopefully you can't hear it. So all summer I wrote and I wrote and I wrote and I didn't tell anyone what I was doing. Like, I think I told I told my parents at a certain point and I told one of my best friends like later on in the summer but for the like 80% of the time this was private between me and me and that I think was a huge step for me because in the past with all of my other creative endeavors I always was like itching to tell people for the external satisfaction and validation of like oh my god you're so cool you're doing that or good job congratulations this and that For the first time, I didn't even care about what other people thought. I didn't need anyone else's 
words of encouragement or belief, I believed in myself and I loved what I was doing and that was enough for me, which is a really, really long, like that took me a long time to get to where I am in that headspace, but it feels really, really good. And I'm really proud of myself for noticing that level of growth. And throughout the summer, I wrote and I wrote, and I think the best part about it is I grew so much in those three months because I really understood who I was. Like I understood who I am, why I think the way that I think, why I see the things that I see, why I feel the things that I feel. I My intuition became stronger. My belief in myself became stronger. My love for myself became stronger. And I loved how vulnerable I was being with myself, only with myself. And so I loved that entire process. So fast forward to Labor Day, I submitted my manuscript. And a week later, I was out to dinner with my boss. It was my like one year anniversary. It was the day that I got my promotion at my job. So this was like the best day of my life so far. So I'm at dinner, I get my promotion. I got the salary that I wanted and we're leaving dinner and we're both like about to say goodbye. And I check my email and I get an email from Thought Catalog and they wrote, we want to publish you. We love the manuscript. We think this is a great fit. We want to publish you. And I stared at my phone and I go, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. My boss is like, what? Are you good? Like, what happened? And I go, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. He's like, what? And I show him the email and he starts like smiling. He gives me a hug. He's like, oh my God. Like I told him about it eventually because I kind of had to like low key doing it during work hours, but it's fine. (laughs) I was still doing my job. Um, But he was like, I'm so proud of you. Like, oh my God, like you you did it, like you did it. You told me about it and you knew you were gonna do it and you're doing it, like it's happening. And I go, I know. And like the craziest part is I'm not even surprised by this email, like I knew this was coming. Like when I got the email, I wasn't like, oh my God, no way. I was like, oh my God, duh. Like I knew this would happen, which is again, a really, really beautiful place to be in, which if you told me that a year ago, I wouldn't have believed in you. My confidence a year ago was completely different. My trust in myself was completely different. Now it's like, I feel like I'm really myself and I know myself. So I got that email and my boss was like, okay, well, what do you want to do right now? Do you want to like go home and like FaceTime your parents and like marinate in it? And I go, no, 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 I have way too much energy. I need to like go to karaoke or something and get this all out. So we ended up going to karaoke. It was a great time. I was the happiest ever. Um, and then I came home when I started crying because <laughs> I tears of excitement and happiness. So all throughout September now, I signed the contract, like get the paperwork ready, whatever. Now in the editing phase. So for about a month, by the way, it's October 27th right now. So all throughout like September and October, we were just editing the final manuscript while they started to design the book cover. Um, And I briefed them in on it. And the thing that I loved the most was when I was on the phone with um, Thought Catalog the first few times, they really, really valued my creativity and wanted to make sure that I had as much creative freedom as I desired, which is very rare when you work in a creative industry. Like I work in advertising. I know that to not be the case in a lot of different areas. Like creativity is limited. And so the fact that they gave me so much creative freedom just really meant the world, especially because this is my first book. Um, So, you know, all throughout 
September and October for the past few weeks, we've been like doing the final editing and stuff. And this morning, and they told me that I would receive the cover design, like V1 cover design this week. So this morning I woke up and I didn't meditate in the morning and I always meditate in the morning, but I just like, I had, I took the past few days off from work and I just like needed to clean my deep clean my entire apartment. So I just like did that right away. And at two o'clock I'm like, oh shit, like I didn't meditate. Like, oh, I wish I meditated earlier because now I'm just like frazzled and this and that. So I was like, you know what? I have the rest of the day. Let me just meditate right now. So I'm meditating. I don't know how, like, this is just like crazy. And I just want, before I tell you this story, I just want you to know, like, the universe is so real. And like, I don't even know how to describe this, but like energy is so real and your intuition is so real. And I could just like burst talking about this because it's just magical. Like this, what I'm about to say is pure magic in my mind and take it if it resonates, leave it if it doesn't, but just like hear me out. So I'm meditating and I'm now picturing my book and I'm picturing myself holding it and what it would look like and the designs. And for some reason, like I saw like hands come in and I wanted the cover to have like an illustration. So I figured like hands, um, and I pictured the font and the color and like the fabric and this and that. I get out of my meditation. I check my email and I see that they sent me the cover designs. So I open, I open the email. I look at their files that they sent me. I shit you not, one of the designs had hands and it had the exact font that I was visualizing in my meditation five minutes prior. And I saw the other cover designs and I was like, no, 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 no. It's the hands one. Like, that's the one. And I just can't believe that I meditated on that five minutes before and I got the email of exactly what was in my mind. Like, not exactly, but like better than what was in my mind, but the same concept and the same idea. I just was like mind fucked, honestly. Like that was just insane. And I FaceTimed my mom right away and she was like, no way, like that's insane. Like she was like, you have such an intuitive nature. Like you have a sixth sense. I was like, I know, I don't get it, it's scary. Um, so that happened. And it was like, I can't even describe it, but I saw the cover and I was like, that's the one that I want. And I gave them some feedback with the colors and whatever. So now we're in the process of like finalizing the cover design and it's just, it feels insane to say this. So that's the story. That's where I'm at right now. As far as like when it's going to get released, it'll be early next year. I don't know the date yet. Apparently there's a huge paper shortage in the world right now. So we don't know the production realities quite yet, but it will be coming early next year. So now I want to just like briefly talk about the book um, to get you guys excited. So. As you know from my Instagram page, my whole purpose in this world is to inspire people to live more presently and to help you guys become a better version of yourselves. That's what I do through my poetry, through my Instagram, through my merch, through my tools, my podcasts, etc. So the title of my book is called Beauty in the Stillness. And it is a collection of poems and essays. And it was birth for the ones who just yearn to discover themselves 
So if there is noise in your mind and you've been struggling to find direction, my goal for this book is to inspire you to find gratitude in the chaos through creating space for the stillness. So the different, it's kind of broken out into different um, chapters and it's like on presence, on love, on self-love, on loneliness, on healing, on growth, on purpose, on manifestation, on life, and all these different topics. And so like whether you are trying to embody self-love or heal certain traumas or grow into your higher self or connect deeper with your being or change your perspective or let go of a mindset that no longer serves you, my goal for this book is to allow you to shed layers that no longer align so that you could walk away with more clarity and become whoever it is you want to become. And the thing with this book is that I find is the most magical part and the most beautiful part that really means a lot to me is that the first poem in the book is actually the first poem that I ever wrote when I was 16 years old. And when we were thinking of the title, we kind of brainstormed together, me and the team at Thought Catalog, and I had a few options on the table. One of them was actually going inwards and growing up, and they read the manuscript and they were like, honestly, we love, we think Beauty in the Stillness is the title, and it's derived from your poem, and we think it encapsulates the book beautifully, and I sat with that for a few days, and I was like, really? Like, Beauty in the Stillness? I don't know. Like, no, no, no. And then I, for two days, I like read the book top to bottom, with that title in mind and I was like you know what that is the title like that is what encapsulates the entire book and the fact that it came from a poem that I wrote when I was 16 years old like who knew my younger self knew that much and who knew that words that she wrote when she was 16 would be the title of her first ever book like it's just it's just really really beautiful um when I think about it I started writing this book truthfully on February 2nd 2013 like when I was 16 years old, unknowingly, obviously, like I didn't know that I was ever going to turn into a book. So this entire book is really like a time capsule for me, at least, because it's words that my hopeless 16-year-old self felt to the heaviness that my chaotic 20-year-old self felt to the liberation that my current self-assured, happy 25-year-old self is, is experiencing. And so Every word in this novel or this book is a testament to all of the fear, heartbreak, confusion, loneliness that I once endured that all intricately allowed me to unravel deeper parts of myself. And as a result, those moments gave me the ability to live more presently and embody self-love and heal and grow and evolve and ultimately feel this overwhelming amount of freedom and gratitude in myself. And in every chapter, you will notice the shifts that I've experienced throughout my lifetime in the past 10 years, proving that it is possible to change your mindset and your life. And this book was, you know, even just with my brand, it all started as a way for me to release all that was built up inside of me. Like I never imagined that I would ever publish my work or share it on Instagram. Like, but I guess like as I experienced the various lows to highs, like lows and highs of life, I would just write a lot and 
I would write whenever I needed clarity or fuel or inspiration or strength and those eventually evolved into poems and essays and what you see on Instagram or what you hear on my podcast. And once I started sharing my work, I realized that we are so alike, more alike than I ever thought, and there is such a strong effect when you share yourself with the world. And it's now allowed me to serve you guys in that way. And like everything that I've experienced now, I hope is inspiring for you guys or to help you change your perspective on your own life. Yeah, like I I don't even know how to end this. And I'm sorry if I'm like rambling. If you're still here listening, wow, thank you. That means a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, like... I guess the biggest lesson throughout all of this is everything happens for a reason, you know, like, thank God I went through all that I went through when I was 16 years old that allowed me to pull out my notes app and start writing and thank, thank God I was feeling stuck at work when three years ago during COVID that it allowed me to create this brand and this Instagram page. Thank God that my friend recommended this spiritual coach back in January who really like was the push I needed to really go after my dreams and you know, thank you to myself for just working on myself for so many years to get me to where I am today. And and obviously thank you to all of you guys to for allowing me to 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 do this. Like it feels insane to be where I am right now. And I just I can't wait for you guys like let me just say this. Sorry, now I'm like feeling a little emotional over here. The thing that I have learned over the past few months is that the the part of my brand and my page and my podcast and whatever that means the most to me i don't care about the money i don't care about the follow like the number of followers i don't care about like the title or whatever the thing that means the most is when i receive a dm from someone being like oh my god i'm going through the same thing i needed to hear this like you just completely changed my perspective on this you have no idea what your podcast episode meant to me like this just hit me at the right time. You articulated whatever I was feeling and I feel so seen. I feel more vulnerable, blah, blah, blah. That's what means the world to me. And I'm, I just cannot wait for this book to be out and you guys holding it in your hands and like resonating with it and growing from it and feeling less alone. And I just hope it changes your perspective on a few things or it makes you heal certain things or makes you want to just like go out there and be your authentic self or become whoever it is you want to become. Um, yeah, so that's all of that. So that's the update as of today, October 27th. Um, I'm going to be sharing more about this process, like once things are just more finalized in the coming months. But again, like immense gratitude. Thank you so much for, for being here, for supporting me. I hope you find yourself in this book. I hope it, you know, I hope my words gives you the strength to keep going and I hope you come back to it when it does when you do, it feels like you can't. And I hope just my story just and the way that I described everything today is like I hope my story allows you to see that dreams can come true and that you know, you can become whoever it is you want to become. It's all in your thoughts. It's all in your beliefs. So work on keep working on yourself but like be where you are and just trust timing trust yourself um yeah i'll leave it with that thanks guys have a lovely rest of your day